Welcome to the CEO of Destiny podcast, where you will find the tools to fulfill the purpose of your generation and wildly succeed in the marketplace. And now your host, Andre J. Benjamin. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to CEO of Destiny podcast. This is your host, Andre J. Benjamin. I hope you are having an extraordinary day, evening, morning, afternoon, dusk dawn, whatever state you may find yourself in, place you may find yourself in. I hope that this is the day that you will seize, lay hold of, take advantage of, and turn it into the best day of your life by choice. So this episode, I'm so excited to be talking with you. We're going to be talking about what does it mean to be part of a Joseph company. So I heard a word from someone who was very encouraging in my life. They came and said, hey, You're going to be a part of raising up a Joseph company. I said, what the heck does that mean? You know, when I'm meditating on it, when I'm thinking about it, and then it dawned upon me. I know that something that has been resident in my life is the connection that I've had to the marketplace, to giving counsel, to giving training, to releasing people into uh, optimization of their destiny, of their calling, seeing people make profits off of the counsel and the advice and the things that have been given. And I just want to encourage you today to say for yourself, I think you may be a part of this as well, not necessarily just because of the podcast or me, but because of yourself. Look at your own life. If you were to take a look at the life of Joseph, he's one of the most interesting characters in scripture. Joseph was the son of Jacob. Jacob had waited long to get the bride of his youth that he worked many years for, and he finally got her. And once he got her, they had two sons together. They had Joseph, and then they had Benjamin. And Joseph was a powerful promise that was revealed to him because he had waited and worked so long. It's like the true example of true love waits. Well, here comes this son. This son arrives on the scene, and you better believe him being that firstborn that Jacob is treating him favorably. He's excited about him. He loves his other children, no doubt, but he's showing this one who he worked for a special priority of saying, you are basically the one who receives the birthright. He treats him well. He sees his ability to administrate. He gives him administrative abilities. And and what is indicated from Genesis 37 and on is it talks about how he was an administrator. And as he's administrating, he gave an unfavorable report about his brothers. Now, the Bible doesn't say that it was a report that was untrue, but it just was unfavorable. I mean, can you imagine how many of you had a brother or a sister or a sibling that has squealed on you before that comes and says, hey, you told them to clean up the room, but they're goofing off. You told them to clean up the room, but they didn't clean it up accurately. Look, actually, they stuffed everything underneath the bed. I remember my older sister and I and my uh, way of trying to clean up my room was not the real way. I tried my sneaky methods of stuffing stuff in the closet. Any kid has been there or under my bed and making it look like it was cleaned up for a temporary time. And if you have a sibling that squeals on you, there's nothing like that. So can you imagine people saying, you little runt, you, I can't believe you would do this. I can't believe you would tell on me. Well, Joseph has what is known as administrative ability. He has the ability to see things, to assess them, to look at how resources are being used, to look at the orders and the systems of how things can work well. It's almost as if he adopted that from his father, Jacob, because we look at Jacob and Jacob, even when he was being robbed and cheated, Jacob created a new system for him to prosper even under oppressive 
um, supervision or management or an employer that was ripping him off his uncle. And it's very powerful that he prospered even under harsh conditions. So in the same way, Joseph seemed to have that same administrative ability. And Jacob watched that because he remembered how it was with he and his brother Esau and how Esau was a man of the field, but Jacob was a man of the kitchen. He was with his mom. He was he was good with the spices and the herbs. Um, he, he, he knew how to uh, get things done the right way. He he was he took to his his mother's uh, shrewdness. So I, I think about that and I look at the what does it mean to be a, a Joseph? It means to have that 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 type of administrative ability. Also, you look at Joseph and one of the things it talks about was his his father gave him a coat that had many colors and I believe the colors represent. Um, the covenant, the covenant, that it was like a coat of covenant, because we talk about in Genesis with Noah, and after Noah comes after Ark, he puts a covenant in the sky. He puts a bow in the sky that says, hey, this is my promise to you that I will not destroy the earth in this fashion, but I will protect the earth. I want seed time and harvest to continue. I want the marketplace to emerge. I want people to be fruitful and multiply. I want there to be a kingdom culture that expands into the earth realm. So Joseph had this coat of covenant. And as soon as he has the coat of covenant, now he gets the ability to have these prophetic dreams. And so if you find yourself and you are uh, an administrator and you find that you are one who has prophetic dreams and insight, this is powerful. What does it mean to have a prophetic dream? It means to be able to see things before they happen. And not only did he have this ability to see things before they happen in dream form, but he had the ability to interpret and to know how to wisely steward that which was happening based upon the dream. So he took the information and not only to take the information, but to rightly apply it is another gift. So we see Joseph and no matter where he goes, if we follow that story and we carry out the story of Joseph, no matter where he goes, he prospers. He is sold into slavery by his brothers. When he's sold into slavery, he ends up in the pit. He gets taken out by uh, the, the, the tribe that picks him out. Uh, they take him out, they put him, he, all of a sudden he ends up in Potiphar's house. So he goes from the pit, then he goes to Potiphar's house, and he's serving in Potiphar's house. When he's in Potiphar's house, it says that the Lord blessed the house as a result of him because of his administrative ability. Once again, he's excelling in his administration. So no matter where, what state you find yourself in, to be a part of a Joseph company means that you prosper even when things are hard, even when you're in hard times. You don't stop working your gift. You turn your gift. You are... Uh, you are uh, refining your gift. You are sharpening your gift. You are exercising your gift. You are using it to be a blessing and to be a problem solver. That's a Joseph. A Joseph is one, a Joseph, a Josephine. You know, this is for the ladies as well, the men and the ladies, uh, the young men, the young ladies, the old men, the old ladies, whatever. We find ourselves in a place where we prosper under hard circumstances. We have that ability to exercise our gift even under dire circumstances and straits. I remember I've had in the past employers that had lured it over me, that had lied on me, set me up, tried to get me fired, got me uh, kicked out of job sites, making up lies and allegations. It got proven uh, totally false in regards to uh, who I was. God vindicated me. But think about that. What a crazy thing to have people attack your character, but you still are standing firm. So Joseph was almost bulletproof because he stayed with administration and he had integrity and character. And in that time, his, his character was tested. He had Potiphar's wife who threw, himself, threw herself at him and tried to get him to uh, uh, be, commit an adulterous act with her and, and he would not do it.
He would not do that. He said, why would I sit, do this sin before God? So his heart was before God open. What a powerful principle that this is a person to be a part of a Joseph company is to have that relationship with God where you fear God more than you fear people, where you take the, the, the opportunity to serve as a responsibility and not just a privilege. You look at your rights and not just your responsibilities. So there was a maturity about Joseph that he was able to see his, his responsibilities and not just his rights. How could I commit this sin before God? Your husband has given me charge of everything in this house except you. How could I commit this sin before God? powerful. And he fled from youthful lust. He ran from the scene and then he got framed. He got caught up as the world would say. He got caught up in a situation and she framed him and threw fake allegations at him. And as a result of that, that's one of the worst allegations that can come against uh, uh, somebody in society, especially a male is something in the nature of sexual aggression and um, rape or to be accosted uh, that you accosted someone. It's it's very powerful. So he stands firm and he ends up going to prison as a result of it. Now he goes to prison and he prospers in the prison once again with administration. You would think most of us would be bitter. We would say, you know, I'm through with this. I'm not going to administrate anything. I'm not going to, to uh, use this gift. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to be upset. But this is powerful. Let's go back to Joseph's dream that he had. The dream that he had revealed him sitting on a throne. When he was a 17-year-old boy, he saw himself in a picture on a throne, governing, ruling, with people coming to him, looking to him to, for leadership, looking to him for instruction, looking to him for clarity. Do you have clarity in your heart? Do you have instruction? Do you have the ability to impart encouragement and exhortation into the lives of others? This is what a Joseph company consists of. So for yourself, what do you have? What administration are you working with? Joseph gets out of prison and then he's promoted back into Pharaoh's presence. Now he's into Pharaoh's presence for the first time. He interprets that dream and he takes the dreams that Pharaoh had that they were one and the same and he is able to prevent. He begins to administrate based upon the knowledge he had out of that dream and he appropriates wisdom. So do you have wisdom? Do you create a storehouse? Do you create a house of bread, which is a house of provision? Do you have a storehouse where people can come to you and look to you? Are you doing it in your business? Are you doing it with your employees? Are you doing that with your staff? Can they look to you to keep cool in situations? Can they look to you that you had enough foresight and you had enough insight to go ahead of the situation and make provisions that would be able to bless your, com your company and your employees for hard, lean times? In our own lives, are we looking in that? So this is a episode where I want us to do some introspection. All of us, look into our hearts, examine our hearts, examine what we have, look at in the state that we're in. Are we going through a hard time right now? Are you in a hard season? Are you in a famine situation? Well, take a Joseph attitude. Work your gift. Change your attitude. Have tremendous character. Trust in God. Even when Joseph is promoted in an opportunity to solve problems, that's what we do. We're problem solvers. When you solve problems for this man of prominence, this Pharaoh, this person who was looked upon as a god, it says he goes before him and Pharaoh says, so you interpret dreams. And Joseph looks at him and said, it is not in me. It is not in me. It is God who interprets dreams. Do you give God the glory? Do I give God the glory for the gift? Do I bless the gift giver and not the gift? Do I worship the gift giver and not the gift? Don't ever put your gift above your relationship with God. Our value system comes from the voice of the Lord. The voice of the Lord is the most important voice in our life. 
Not the voice of the pundits, not the voice of the prognosticators and our favorite personalities, not the, the voice of our favorite authors and our heroes in the faith, but the voice of the Lord holds the primary voice over every other voice. This is the voice that we seek. This is the voice that we go after. This is the voice that we yield our life to. So I wanted to encourage you today to check out and see, go back and review the story of Joseph. Look at the insights. There's many more. We have more resources available about Joseph and what it means to be a part of a Joseph company. But take an inventory of yourself. Take stock. See, do you find yourself as part of a Joseph company? Do you have the heart? Do you take the characteristics of Joseph and do you have the insight to act, exercise the gifts that are given to you? The gift of administration. All of us need better administration in our life. The gift of dream interpretation. The, the gift of wisdom. And the gift of character. He had an excellent spirit about him. He had character. He had the fortitude. He didn't have bitterness in his heart. He didn't say, I'm not messing with you guys. When he was in prison, he said, I'm not interpreting no more dreams. I'm done with that. That got me in trouble. That first dream, those first couple of dream interpretations got me tossed into the pit and sold into slavery. He said, no, I'm going to exercise that gift. And do you have prophetic vision to be able to look into the future and persevere to the dream and the vision that God has given you? Will you go through the nonsense? Will you wade through the seeming contradictions? Will we fight to get the manifestation of that which we were shown in a vision? Will we go meet our face in the future? That's the question today. So until next episode, uh, tuning in, tune in again. I'm excited about what I was sharing. If it resonated with you, drop us a line. Let us know how we can make it better. Let us know how it's impacted you. Why don't you do us a favor and leave us a review on iTunes? Why don't you do us a favor and click subscribe? Uh, let others know about this podcast and the resources that are available at CEOofdestiny.com. Go ahead and check out the resources and the tools there, the materials. We have books there. We have uh, some tremendous courses coming out. So get signed up on the email list, and we're excited to have you as listeners. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you. Lift up his countenance towards you. Be gracious unto you and grant you peace. Until next time, enjoy the shalom of the Lord and keep listening. Bless you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Do us a favor. If this was useful in any way for you, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Reviews will allow others to easily discover the podcast. If you'd like more information and to receive a free download, rediscover your destiny, go to ceoofdestiny.com. Thanks again and tune in next time.